Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast. I'm Dan Casper, and this is a podcast where we talk mostly sports, but hey, we'll talk about whatever else is on our minds. Outdoors, hobbies, movies, all the fun stuff. So sit back, grab a beverage, pull up a chair, and join me in the Man Cave for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Dan Casper here. Appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the podcast and uh, got a bold statement for you all. This might be my favorite at, for sure, one of my most favorite episodes of the podcast. Definitely in the running for the best episode ever of the Man Cave Podcast. So, uh, we, uh, so little backstory here, father's day is coming up, right? Um, so, and then one of our awesome partners for the radio show, Hy-Vee here in, uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, we always catch up Tuesday, find out what's going on at Hy-Vee, do about a 10 minute thing that, uh, goes on the radio and, and such. But, uh, this ended up being one hour, a little over one hour of a conversation with, uh, Mark and Phil, uh, about bourbon. Now, I like bourbon. I like my scotch, too. Scotch and bourbon. Phil's a bourbon guy. Mark's a bourbon guy. So we ended up taste testing six different types of bourbon. And it ended up being a fantastic conversation. And like like I do on the radio, like with the podcast, maybe I'm in the minority. I don't go scripted. I just, like I like to say, I like to turn on the mic and just let the conversation go. That's more real. It's more natural, in my opinion. And uh, that's what we did with this podcast episode. So I hope you enjoy it. It was a lot of fun, and I think we're going to be doing more of these. So this is my conversation with uh, Phil, Mark from Hy-Vee, and we're doing a little bourbon taste bourbon taste testing with uh, with Father's Day coming up here. Hope you enjoy this. My mic wasn't on. I was like, why isn't it working? My mic's not on. There's this, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite time of the week again. We got uh, the boys from uh, High V. Phil, back from uh, Vacay, a little R&R. Yeah. Looking good, man. Well, thank Ready you. to go. That a boy. <laughs> it's probably because what's sitting in front of you right now. Well. <laughs> There's a couple bottles that are half empty or so. Looking good. Yeah, looking good there, Phil. We got uh, Mark as well, and this is a special Hello. one because it's uh, – Bourbon time. It's bourbon, bourbon time. time. Bourbon time. Yeah. Father's Day coming up. You right. Perfect, Perfect time. time for bourbon. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're asking for Father's yeah. Day, Mark? Well, yeah, yeah, my boys know. Yeah, they know. <laughs> they, they know. There, there's no. Uh, there's no other way. They know what to get. My boys do not know that. No. <laughs> my boys are a little older than yours, so they can go and buy it themselves. <laughs> do not need them going to the grandparents. Daddy wants bourbon. <laughs> my my four year old kind of ruined it. He's like, Dad, what's your favorite Batmobile? And he stopped, and he's like, That. So I think he's getting me a Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, I, I remember those days. Right? Just random. Yeah. Random a, gifts. So I don't. I'm like. Are you drawing so or what's what's are you giving me one of your batmobiles that you've got like 500 of them so i don't know it's a little different than uh what i really want which is bourbon so but again i'm kind of like you phil i ain't gonna mention that to you but, but there but uh holy moly we got how many was that six we bottles? got six of them yep oh mark's kind of the expert here so he's gonna give us some backgrounds on these too and yeah. we're gonna taste test some of them yeah too. so we, we kind of have a variety here uh 
bourbon itself is has some rules that you have to have mm-hmm. to be able to call it bourbon. And what I like about bourbon, too, is it's the only uh, native spirit to America. All the other spirits were created some other country. Mm-hmm. Um, but bourbon is here, and you can't make it anywhere else. If you, you make it in Canada, you can't call it bourbon. Yeah. You can only call it bourbon here. And, I like that. And, yeah. and that's the cool part about it. I I have been an enthusiast of, of whiskey for a lot of years, and I started in with scotch, and I got into bourbon because of uh, being able to, nine hours away, go down to the the uh, epicenter yeah. for all bourbon, and that is the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. And I go there a couple times a year, and it is, uh, it's just a great place and a lot of history, and yeah. you learn a lot about this stuff. But we have a lot of different varieties here. Two of them are picks that we did at High V. Okay. And so the distilleries will allow um, liquor stores and, and other entities to make their own picks. Okay. So they give us two or three barrels, uh, samples from barrels, and you pick the best one that you think, and then um, and then it becomes your pick. And the two that we have here, one is Redemption, and the other one is Knob Creek. And Knob Creek is probably my, well, it's in my top five bourbons of all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I want to get to your top five towards the end here. Yeah, I'm really yeah, curious. Yeah, to get that, that. that one, this one's a good one. Um, higher proof, but mm-hmm. it is um, what I like about high proof is that. You can make it any way you want. You can put a little water in it to bring it down. Mm-hmm. You can put an ice cube in it. It's not going to fold away. You know, if you have a 80-proof bourbon and you put ice cube in it, it's going to water down pretty quick. Right. Because they already put a lot of water into it. Um, because n- most of the bourbons come out of the barrel at 120-proof or higher. Hmm. So to get it to 80, you got to pour a lot of water in it. So it's already watered down. Interesting. So that's, that's why I kind of like the... The uh, barrel picks and and the um, you know the select bourbons and stuff that mm-hmm. they're at that higher. And another one we have Elijah Craig here too, and this is from Heaven Hill Distillery. And this one's ninety four proof. This is their entry level, just a really good bourbon. They have a barrel proof that is that's along with this is in my top five. Okay, and I will always have one of those bottles. Is it for when you do add ice or rocks or water? Does it yep. depend on the proof for you? Depending or is it depend- um, not? Is it- not really. But I, for me, I don't put ice cube in anything okay. under a hundred proof. Okay, I just it just stands up better if mm-hmm. you do. And you know, people ask all the time, "What's the right way?" Because you you have bourbon snobs, just like you have wine snobs right. and everything else. And oh, you can't put anything in there. It's got to be neat, or mm-hmm. you, you can't put a big rocks in there whatever and i there's one way and there's only one way to drink your bourbon and that's the way you want it i like that you want to put you want to put some coke you want to put some coke in it you want to put some coke in it go ahead you need to print off some shirts with that yeah 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 yeah, i need to that sounds good but it is um you know and and that's the variety of it i mean it it there's a lot of different people that drink bourbon a lot of them drink them in cocktails that's what mm-hmm. i did for years um enthusiasts like to drink it neat and to really get the different um tastes and smells out of them mm-hmm. and they you know the thing is is all of these have they call mash bills but they're recipes and they all have different recipes and then they all put them in barrels and they they age them for different times they age them for 
for uh, at different levels of the Rick House, mm. and so they can do a lot of things to make these things taste different. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, with you know, just for anybody listening right now too, can you quickly explain like the difference? You know, like you hear whiskey, there's Scotch whiskey, yep. there's there's bourbon and all that. Yep. Can you explain that? Absolutely. Difference? So, most of it is regionalized, and it's and so for instance, Canadian whiskey. Uh, there's Canadian whiskey. There is um, there is Irish whiskey. There is they call them world whiskeys because there's India and Taiwan are huge producers. Okay. Avalon is a, a style from Taiwan and it's really good whiskey. But they okay. they don't call it anything other than whiskey, world whiskey. Um, there's Japanese whiskey um, and Scotch and Scotch is very similar to bourbon in that. You can't call it scotch unless it was made in Scotland. Gotcha. Um, it's got to be in refill bourbon barrels, in which they get from these guys. Because okay. in bourbon, you have to put it in uh, brand new charred oak barrels. Mm. You can't have a used barrel. It can't have it. It's got to be a white oak charred new barrel. And scotch has to be in a, um, a refill bar- barrel. And okay. they get most of their barrels from like Maker's Mark and from all the bourbon. So bourbon gets done with their barrels. They send them to Scotland. Interesting. And, they, uh, and then they use them over there. But they there is a difference, too, in how they um, how they even um, call it whiskey. Or see there with the whiskey, it's with the E, right? Yep. Scotch is without an E. Okay. Canadian is without an E. I never noticed Irish that, to be honest it. with you, yeah. And I I was going to make a, I was going to have you try to figure it out, but there is one bourbon that has no E, just one, and, Maker's and that Mark. is Maker's Mark. Look at that. They don't have an E. That's the only bourbon that I know of that doesn't call it or spell it with, without Interesting. Any. Yeah. I like that little input right there. Yeah. There's one more rule to bourbon, right? Well, there's, so I'll, I'll go through the, the bourbon rules quickly and and the bourbon rules are it has to be at least 51 percent corn okay um it has to be in a new charred barrel we talked about that it can't come off of the um it can't come off the still at more than 160 proof it can't go into the barrel at more than 125 proof Hmm. and you can't add anything to it other than water in order to change the proof that's the only thing you can add to bourbon anything added to it you can't call it a bourbon and now people will say, well, there's finished bourbons. Well, that's right. They mm-hmm. take a bourbon and they finish it in like a wine barrel or whatever. But the, the finished product isn't the bourbon now. Okay. It's a whiskey. It's okay. That's what yeah. I Because like, I think like Charles Woodson has a whiskey, but it's yep. like in a, a wine barrel or something that's like that. That's exactly right. So okay. what he did is he took um, he took the bourbon mm-hmm. and then he put it in a wine barrel. Well, now it's a whiskey. It's a bourbon finished whiskey. Gotcha. Is what, is what it is. And but you it, they you have those rules, and um, you know other than that, you, you can. And there's also Kentucky Straight. I think yeah, like this one says Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Mm-hmm. You cannot call it a straight bourbon unless it's at least two years old. Okay. And so two years in a day, you can call it a straight bourbon. If you if there is a straight bourbon and it's less than four years, you have to put it on the label how old it is, three years or whatever. If it's a straight bourbon, doesn't have any uh, age statement on it, it's at least four years old. Interesting. You know that it's four years old. Yeah. So you mentioned the, the 51% corn. Yep. 
Is that why it's bourbon, just America sort of yep. thing? Because that's, I mean, that's our crop. Yep, and rye is too. We have mm-hmm. rye whiskey too, and that's the same. Everything's the same other than you have to have 51% rye. Okay. And one of the differences of some of these bourbons that we have here is that the secondary uh, grain for a bourbon is usually rye. But, like, for instance, Maker's Mark, interesting thing about that is that this is wheat. So Mm. that instead of having, uh, I think it is uh, 16%, yeah, so 16% wheat instead of rye. And wheat is softer. It's not uh, rye, uh, especially a high rye bourbon. You'll have a little bit more uh, spice to it. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more of a, of a uh, you know, you can ha- feel a tingle in the back. Mm-hmm. And Redemption, one of our store picks, is a perfect example. That's a high rye bourbon. It's got 32% rye in it. Mm. So that's and most of them, like these, have like 15 or 14 or 13%, somewhere in there. But this one's over 30, and so Ooh. that's what they consider a high rye bourbon. Yeah. And then the third grain that's in all of these is malted barley. Okay. And they have malted barley because it produces sugars when they make – because you have to make beer first, basically. Okay. And then you distill it to make a clear liquid, mm-hmm. and then you put it in a barrel, and it becomes whiskey. Interesting. Man, we could go on and on about this. Oh, yeah. I got more. <laughs> so, so let's let's get into this. Then. All right, yeah. then we can break it down on right. each one here. Yeah. So, so where, where should we start on so, our trail? So I think I think what we'll start on our trail is that we're going to do Maker's Mark because Maker's Mark is the only one of these bourbons that we have here that is a weeded bourbon. Okay, and I, I'm sure you've heard of Pappy Van Winkle. Yep. yep, and that is a weeded bourbon. Okay, and Weller is a weeded bourbon. Um, and so there are some weeded bourbons out there, um, but the the majority are not. So let's start with we'll, and w- what I have here, Dan is these are Glen Karens mm-hmm. and they're basically called Scotch tasting glasses. But what I like to use these for is the whiskey will uh, ball up in this down here and then see how it's very narrow. Oh yeah, and that's because everything's coming through and it's going to be centralized right there. So then when you put it to your nose, you get everything. If you have a rocks glass with a straight, yeah, all that, all the smells go. Up. Look at that! Right, I, I know. He's I, telling yeah. me this stuff. The other I'm gonna have to go out and get yeah. a glass like that now. Yeah. Well, we, have we, have, we have we have very <laughs> similar <laughs> ones at uh, at Hy-Vee, and actually, perfect. they are at ten percent off this week. Look so. at that! Oh, yeah. Come on in! Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, all I have at my home bar is just like it's the rocks, rocks glass. Yeah, yep. exactly. He was telling me this yesterday. And I was like, dang it! Now I have to go get. I, I don't know anything of bourbons. What yeah, I learned. Right. And so <laughs> one of the things that I do with these is in in wine, you know, you have to agitate it. Yep. And you don't want to agitate this too much. It's okay to do gentle rolls with it, but the one thing, bring it to not. Put your nose all the way in it because mm-hmm. this is ethanol. Some of these, and some of these, like this one here, is 120 proof. You don't. Can I put it in my car tank? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could put that in your. <laughs> but the, but the, the the key to it is to bring it underneath your nose and keep your mouth open, because what happens is the ethanol will come out. So you, okay. you, you know, it won't dissipate. It will dissipate if you open your mouth. If you close your mouth, it's just going to stay there. Right. So wow. if you open your mouth, it will go right through. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, because and I and I do I'm feeling uh, a little too fancy right now. <laughs> um, what I'm going to ask you to do is put your little pinky up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he got me there. <laughs> 
just kidding. <laughs> but the you know what I I get a very big difference because I'm you know I have been an enthusiast for over ten years. I've collected uh, bourbon and and scotch for over ten years, Man. and the I can tell right away that this is a weeded bourbon just because my first smell is I get the caramel, <laughs> but I don't I don't get the the sting that mm-hmm. you sometimes get from, especially I think you're going to get it from here. Right, he's right. right. You do smell the car, like yeah, you yeah. do. All right, we're doing this. Going so in. my my no. yeah, just a minute. Okay, now. okay, okay. I'm all excited. <laughs> but the key to it is very small sips and let it sit on your tongue, move it on your cheeks, and you'll get all the different because. Your mouth and your tongue has different, the taste buds have, you know, you're going to get sweet up front. You're going to mm-hmm. get bitterness in the back. You're gonna, so it's a key to not have too much. Don't take a big guzzle and like we did back in the day. But <laughs> just take a little bit and let it sit there and then you see what you get. All right. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Man, I haven't had Maker's Mark in a couple of years. Yes, yeah. I I like it. It is, and they have, and we talked about um, proof going into a barrel. They have a um, they have a barrel proof Maker's Mark, and we sell it at Hy-Vee, and it's a very good product. But their um, their proof on it was like 114, hmm. where some I have some bourbons uh, at my house that are 140 proof. Jeez. Because it goes in at 125, <laughs> and it sits in a hot warehouse, and it gets higher. Mm-hmm. These, what they do is they don't put it in at 125. They water it down to about 110 or 115, so they'll, it won't get as high gotcha. when they take the barrel. And one of the things that I love about Barrel Proof, too, and the ones that non, they, there's non-chill filtering and chill filtering. And they chill filter whiskeys. So it's perfectly clear. And if you don't chill filter it, if it gets a little cold or you put an ice cube in it, it'll it'll get, like, foggy. It mm-hmm. won't be clear. And people think, oh, my gosh, something's wrong with my whiskey. No, it's not. That means that it has all your flavors in there. When they chill filter it, they strip a bunch of the oils and they strip a bunch of what I just – it's just simply taste. They take some of the taste away hmm. so they can – Keep it clear, and because a lot of the consumers, the majority of consumers are not enthusiasts. Right. The majority of, of consumers of, of bourbon are cocktail people. Mm-hmm. They want cocktails with it, and so they want they want it aesthetically pleasing. They don't want they don't want it fogged up or anything right. like that. To me, I see a fogged up whiskey. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> I know that it's foolproof, and I know that it's got full flavor. Yeah. But most of these are chill filtered except for when you get some of these store picks and stuff these are not chill filtered. gotcha and i don't i think that high west is not chill filtered. would you say maker's mark is the most popular one for like the general you know well, people so kind of going out there the, the most popular the three most popular and in fact the two most popular is jack daniels jim beam white label the gotcha entry level and then i think when we were looking at our sales yep. maker's mark was in the top four okay four. yep it was yeah. Yep, and the, and those are always. I don't care what liquor store. I don't care who it is. 
those are always the top because they're cheap mm-hmm. and they're accessible. And you know, some of these, uh, some of these higher proof ones and stuff, they're if you're not used to it, they're tough mm-hmm. because there there is ethanol to it, and it and you have to kind of train your taste buds and train your palate right. to accept that. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's the beauty of it, and that's where you really get the flavors. Mm-hmm. Where I think when you got low, you, you have low proof, then the flavors aren't as strong. Yeah, right. It's just you know, it yeah. just depends. All right. And just where we where do we go next on this? So, I think what we'll do next, I'm gonna kind of keep it, and we can do. Um, Phil, man, I know. <laughs> what I think, Philly. <laughs> so I, what I think we'll do next is we'll go to uh, Elijah Craig. We'll kind of keep the proofs from lower to higher. Okay. And then when we do the higher proofs, we're going to do really small amounts. Yeah. Notice he looked at you when he said <laughs> that. <so. laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Elijah Craig. Empty this glass. Ooh, like the pop. Yeah. This might be our most popular downloaded podcast of all time. I've been looking for an excuse to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Me well, too. Well, <laughs> and with Father's Day, this is perfect. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. This is what I want. Some. I just want my wife needs to listen to. Exactly. Before she goes. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, uh, Elijah Craig is seventy-eight percent corn and ten percent rye. Okay. So the it, it's kind of a as far as the rye or the secondary um, grain, it's it's a pretty low. So mm-hmm. it's pretty high corn, and there are uh, some. In fact. Heaven Hill makes a uh, mellow corn. It's called mellow corn, and it and it's a cheesy looking. Yeah, I know. Bottle. I've seen the mellow corn, that? <laughs> and it's a cheesy looking deal. It is, but it is a hundred really? sometimes. But it is a hundred percent. Well, you can only get it in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, and it is a hundred percent corn. There's nothing else. Really? Wow. And corn on itself, if you just drink corn whiskey or moonshine like the boys did mm-hmm. back in the day, yep. that that is, it's very sweet. And that's because it's like what I what it reminds me of when I have mellow corn is like buttered popcorn. That's exactly wow. what it is. that's exactly what it is to me every time I drink it. So it is it it is very sweet. So corn on itself is sweet. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get more sweetness, I believe, to the higher corn content in a bourbon. Okay, interesting. And you know what's kind of interesting too when we get to wild turkey into knob creek there's that bottle by the way it, it, yeah oh wow that, at, isn't that cheesy looking i was gonna say that looks like a cheesy rum or yeah, something yeah, like that's that. exactly yeah. what it looks like yeah. and it is the worst label it's like worst, this, but the, it's for the it's, listeners it's like this bright yellow and green label yeah and, and the whiskey, it's not green bay related no, <laughs> and the whiskey is and the whiskey is yellow yeah. because it's not it's corn and it, it that's crazy it is amazing it tastes amazing Except it looks horrible. So don't <laughs> judge a book by its cover. Don't that judge. One. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> don't judge it. And when we get to Wild Turkey and Knob Creek, they have the exact same recipes. Really? Okay. So it, it is, um, 
and and I, I'll go. I've been to all these distilleries, um, except High West. I have not been to, um, but they are. They have amazing uh, stories. They have amazing history. Um, you know, it's a history of our of our country, and you know, a lot. Some of them stayed open during Prohibition mm-hmm. because they were able to make their whiskey as medicine. <laughs> and they Buffalo Trace was a perfect example. They they stayed open the whole time. Jim Beam did not. Jim Beam shut down. Jim Beam opened up after Prohibition, uh, 1932. So it was. Uh, there's so many, so much history down there. It's amazing. Awesome. And some of these uh, distilleries are beautiful. I think Maker's Mark is probably one of the most beautiful places. It's on a hill. There's rolling Kentucky hills. Oh. The buildings are black with red shutters. They're just, it's its a beautiful place. <laughs> Man. I told you the passion is there. I know. This is awesome. <laughs> I want to go now. That's, I, I, yeah, that's... I, you know, I, I, we love it down there. We kind of went there by accident the first time. Uh, Kathy and I got tickets to um, the Masters. And so we... We, really, you went to the Masters yeah. too? You're just name dropping yeah. bourbon and all the Masters. It's sorry. <laughs> and we, so we were at the Masters, and on the way home, she said, "Oh, why don't we go through Kentucky?" I said, "Yeah, that's fine." And we went three times that year. Wow. So, so we, in April, you know, for the Masters, we went there, and we went in July, and we went in September because it was like, oh, we gotta go back there. And so we went three times the first year we went down there. But we usually go once or twice. We're gonna go there again here in September, and it is uh, it's a cool place. And there's a I've met a, a lot of the master distillers like Fred No. I had uh, we had a private um, tour with That's him. Right. Yeah. He took us into a brick house and said, "Hey, you want to try some right out of the barrel?" Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> so I got I got a picture of it, and he and and then in Wild Turkey, uh, we were there. And did you meet Matthew looked, McConaughey? No, he wasn't there. <laughs> but Jimmy Russell, who is he's like eighty-seven years old, and he goes mm-hmm. to the distillery every day. Man. And I'm looking over there, and I said to Kathy, "I said that's Jimmy Russell." So I went over and talked to him, and he was great. He signed bottles. Wow. He was Jeez. he was telling me about you know the the old days and and uh, a lot of the old distillers that aren't around anymore. He's one of the last of the originals, that's still still wow. around. But he comes to the distillery every day. That's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is wonderful. Should we try this one? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Now, to me, because of the rye, there's a little bit more. In the back, mm-hmm. yeah, I can. Yep, and you won't get that as much it, with weeded. Versions. It's crazy how different those two taste. It when is you're doing yeah. it side by side like yep. this. And so now going forward, the profiles are going to be pretty much the same, but there will be more. Uh, there will be some differences. Like I told you, Wild Turkey and Knob Creek are the same uh, mash bill, mm-hmm. but they they taste. Different to me, totally different to me. And Knob Creek and anything that's Jim Beam, I get peanuts mm-hmm. all day long. That Elijah Craig was smooth. Yeah, it was smooth good. right away. Yeah, oh, that's, man, yeah. just, it went right. It was, yep. and you know, one of this, this is one of the um, things that happened to the industry because we, you know, in the '80s nobody wanted bourbon. In mm-hmm. the '90s nobody wanted bourbon. They wanted the, all the clear, you know, the gins and the and the vodkas and stuff. And we've had such a huge boom in the last 10 to 15 years of bourbon in this country. Mm. And one of the casualties of it 
is one of the casualties of it is that this used to be a 12-year-old bourbon. It used to have an age statement on it. Mm-hmm. and if you, So if you have an age statement on it, it has to be, there cannot be any liquid in here less than that age. And 12 years old for a bourbon is pretty old. Yeah. It's, and so, which is different from Scotch because you have like the twelve, fifteen. Yeah, and, and, right and the reason why that is is because Scotch is in barrels in dunnages. They call dunnage warehouses. They're usually same level or maybe two levels. Mm-hmm. Rick houses in Kentucky go up seven or eight levels. And the thing about Kentucky is it gets so hot. Scotch does not, or Scotland does not. There, mm-hmm. it's very. Uh, you know, windy and rainy and never really hot. Mm-hmm. So you can, and and they use reused barrels. So oh. you can keep a whiskey in there for 30 years, and it's going to taste pretty good. Damn. You're going to lose a lot of it because of what they call angel share because it evaporates away. But if you had a 30-year-old bourbon, now I've tried every single one of the pappies, and I had the 23-year-old pappy, and it felt like I was eating a stick because it was nothing but wood it was so overwooded it was and that was the 2017 version and i've heard other people say the same thing that that one was way over oaked and so what jim beam says or what uh, fred no says who is the master distiller he feels that the sweet spot for bourbon is six to nine years old okay and now he says nine years old because a lot of his Knob Creeks are nine years old. So <laughs> Weird how he, that works. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's just going to kind of nudge that in there. Well, you know, I think nine years old. Is but, like, this one is nine years old, so it has to be nine years old. And, gotcha. But Elijah Craig went away from that now. Now it's not 12 years old. Probably because okay. they have to produce so much? Because they, ca- they cannot keep up with demand. Yeah, that so makes sense. So they have to be able to um, produce it more and – and one of the things that happens is that those age statements go away. There's a lot. Like, for instance, Jim Beam Black, it's called Extra Age now. Yeah. It used to be Jim Beam Double Aged because the white label is four years old. The black label used to be eight years old, and it said it right on the label, eight years old. Now it doesn't. It just says Extra Aged. Interesting. So it's probably yeah. six years old, seven years old. This yeah. is probably nine years old. There might be some 12-year-old in there. But they can't say twelve year old because it's not gotcha. because it can't. It's you could be ha- ten or eleven on yep. there. So yeah. if you had some two year old in here, the best you could say is two year old. If you mm. put an age statement, that's why a lot of these don't have age statements. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Interesting. Well, good uh-huh. nugget right there. All right. So that was Elijah Craig. What'd you guys think? Better than Maker's Mark. Yeah, it was not, definitely not, smoother. Was but, good, but you know, better than Maker's Mark. Yeah, smooth at the beginning, but like you said, right yep. at the back end, yeah. there's a little bit yeah, of... And you know. get that, and you're, you're going to get that with these other ones. I think we'll go... What is that one? Yeah, that is 92, so we're going to go that one next. Okay. So this is... Give me that one. I'm going I'm to not go as crazy. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to go as <laughs> So this is High West. And and I brought this interesting because this one is, there are a lot of, of uh, distilleries that are up and coming or that they're, you know, they're still in their infancy mm-hmm. stages that they will, um, they will put it or they'll bottle it or they will uh, age it at their facility. 
but they don't have the facility to make the product. Okay. And there's a place in Indiana called MGP, and it's uh, Midwest Grain Products, and they make so much of the uh, bourbon in America. It's amazing. So if you look at a back and it says distilled in Indiana, mm-hmm. that's where it's that's at. where it's at is MGP and. All these other ones will tell you exactly that this one, uh, it will say uh, distilled and bottled wild turkey distilling company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. So everything has to be done in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Nice. And uh, But this one is, this is a blend. What I like about High West is they do a lot of blending. Okay. They they, they even do bourbon and with some um, smoky malt, which they do in scotch a lot. And and that was good campfire. That one's called, and I have Ooh. that one. That's a really good one. And but like they the do name. a lot of blending, and so I I like High West. And High West is it smells completely different. I was going to say completely. Yep. So now this one has twice as much rye as the Elijah Craig. Okay. So this had ten. This is twenty one. Okay. So it's we're amping up as far as the. I've rye heard goes. people like they prefer rye. Like certain people will prefer yep. more of a rye or yes. a wheat or something yep. like that for sure. And okay. and some people. Uh, prefer just rye whiskey. I, I like Crown yeah. Royal rye a yeah. lot. I yeah. do. Like, yeah. I don't wanna... Northern, Northern Harvest. Yeah, that Northern is Harvest. really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that is a very inexpensive. It's harder to find now. But it is, but it's, it's inexpensive good. Yeah. And it's really good, yeah. See, you know, for me, this is softer on the palate than Elijah Craig was. I got yep. I get more spice on Elijah Craig on the backside than I do here and and I think that's because they blend different bourbons to create this. I agree. Like it I don't want to say watered down, but no. it was, it was uh, it's, it's yeah, it's, you I agree. It's still yeah. 92 proof. Right, yeah. Right. But it just seems that the edge isn't there. Right. That's the best word. I was trying to figure yeah. out that word. Yep. Mm-hmm. So far, I'm going to keep going back to Elijah Craig. Like, mm-hmm. I, yep. I, <laughs> yeah, that is that was good. And I, and you you need to try if you really like Elijah Craig, you need to try the barrel proof because it is this on steroids. Did you hear that, Katie? <laughs> the barrel proof. The barrel proof of Elijah Craig. <laughs> Katie, I'll help you out. I'll find one for you. <laughs> Kathy, Sub- Ar- Kathy Sub- already knows. <laughs> subliminal messaging right yeah. there. That's <laughs> not really subliminal. Not, not, not very subliminal, no. No, I like that I'm one. I'm trying. Yeah, so that one is that one is really good. I, I do like that. And to be honest with you, that is the I think first that time. one might be my favorite so and far. That's the, and that's the first um, time I've had this one. Just oh, now? Yeah, just yeah. now? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. We got to experience yeah, that. I know. It was yeah. like breaking news <laughs> yeah. segment right here. And that's hard to do. <laughs> I was going to say. That's hard to have one that I have. I need the sound yeah. effects going on <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, that one's so, called American Prairie. I just want to make sure we know what we're – because they have a few different High West, so that's the American Prairie bourbon on the High gotcha. West. Yep, and okay. that's one of the ones we have on sale this week yep. for Dad's Day. And, um, and most of these are – these two are not because they are not uh, Creek and the Redemption. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they are our store picks, and right. we've had those. But um, and we'll get to that a little bit. So we're gonna do a little wild turkey. Little we'll, wild turkey. Wild this is like bringing me back to college. Whenever you do shots, <laughs> so, it's like wild so turkey. So and and this he's is, very defensive. Wild turkey. No, 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 I'm not defensive, but I will I will say, and that's why I brought it. 
because a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I had that in college, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I did. One on one. <laughs> well, so did I. <laughs> a couple of years before you. But why I brought it is because for enthusiasts, this is one of the most underrated bourbons there is. And it's very inexpensive. And personally, it's hard for me at that price level to find anything near it. It is. It's I, kind of been cheapened by its I, reputation. I think it's that's been what I was cheapened ask. by. Does that kind of like give yeah. that narrative like, oh, I had yep. that college bar yep. with that's shots? That's exactly and sort of why, and that's why I brought it today because I'm going to defend it because <laughs> it is it is a very uh, quality bourbon, and especially for I and my bar, I will never not have. And this 101. is this is 101. Yeah, this okay. is okay. So yeah. this is yep. It's a little more proof um, than that, but that. For me, I like to start at about 100 and go up just okay. because I, where my palate is and where my liking is. And, you know, I, I have it in cocktails, too, and this is amazing in cocktails. Um, but we, you know, I, I like to drink it neat mm-hmm. a lot, and, uh, you know, I like to have a cigar once in a while. And, yeah. and what I like to do is have... A, we need to get together off class. air and yeah. do this. <laughs> Come on over. The door's open. You know, I call my bar the library because I have bookshelves, and they're all my all my whiskeys on bookshelves. So I call it the library. That is and, awesome. And and so my my brother always says, "Hey, is my library card good?" I said, "Yours is good for life, bro." <laughs> and and I've made up little cards of Mark's library. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So oh. that, so the library's always open. You can and you know what. Come out and check out a couple books. Yes. Yeah. Public library. Check it out in that the library. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. You're my new best friend. Sorry, <laughs> Phil. Yeah. Mm. You know, for whatever reason, this doesn't taste like what it was in college. <laughs> no, it's you, good. You know, yeah. why, you know why it doesn't taste like that in college? Because when you were in college, what did you do? Yeah. yeah, you yep. shot it, or you had it in a drink, or you mm-hmm. you know drank it straight out of the bottle, and that isn't how. Because when you do that, you you will get ethanol, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You'll get the proof, and especially 101. Yeah, you know, it's not small it's, proof. So. It's good. It is good. I love. I always have a bottle of Wild Turkey 101 at home, and what I do, and this may be blasphemy, who knows, but it's also my go-to for cooking. So really? if you do like nope, bourbon, good. you know, like your bourbon marinated, yep. everything, I always go with the wild turkey one one. Yep. Really? Like that is yeah. mine. And I agree and I do the same. And I cook with bourbon a lot. So and, do I. And yep. I, there there is always a bar there's two because bottles. Because there's in my one house. way to one down in the down in the bar and one up at the Well, and there's <laughs> one way to enjoy your bourbon. The way you want it. Whether you the cook way with you it, want it. Whether you put anything in it, I don't know. That's Here. the title of this episode, by the way. <laughs> the way you the want way it. The way you want, want it. it. For Dad's Day. <laughs> Man, this is, yeah. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I, that was part of me. Is like, yep. oh, Wild Turkey. I just, right. Know, that's, oh, I, I but, yeah. If I had a dime for everybody that came down to the library and said, <laughs> oh, my God. And they see all my bourbon, and I go, oh, you got to have some Wild Turkey. One, one. Oh, my God. I can't believe you have it in your bar. <laughs> no, and, this and, is. And then we go through it, and they're and, like, And Whoa. what's crazy is, is going back to what we're talking about, like, so I really like the Elijah Craig, but dang, I really like Wild Turkey. I, I'm just changing my pick yeah. now. Mine's yeah. Wild Turkey now. Wild it's, Turkey has always, and they have a lot of different um, styles too. They, mm-hmm. And I have so when I was at Wild Turkey and I met Jimmy Russell, I bought one of my expensive bottles. I don't buy a lot of expensive bottles mm-hmm. bottles because I think there's a lot of good 
uh, whiskey at thirty dollars to fifty dollars right. or whatever. But I bought a uh, bought a two hundred dollar bottle. It had um, whiskey that was ten years old, eleven years old, twelve years old, thirteen, all the way up to twenty. Wow! And they call it decades. And it is that sounds epic. It's I know. And, <laughs> and I left. It, I didn't open it for years. And I opened it in 2020 at my son's, my oldest son's wedding. Gosh. And it was that's epic. Yeah, it was epic. Now. And to be able and, to have that restraint too, to yeah, open it, it was that. hard. And, and Kathy kept saying, my wife kept saying, "You sure you're going to open that?" <laughs> and I did. I held off. And and they actually postponed their their wedding a year, so oh know, my god! So it's it's it, and and I, every time I go down to the library, I see that box with Jimmy Russell's name on it, thinking there's twenty year old bourbon in there. I think I need to open that. But it it was worth the wait, and and for the you know for the uh, the moment with my son, and and you know that gosh, that is awesome. awesome. Yeah, I'll never forget it. And, Jeez. But wild turkey is so. I think they have that stigma, mm-hmm. and that's why I brought it. But, they have that stigma, but if you really take it and you really smell it and you really taste it, I'm glad you it's did because quality. I'll be honest with you, I probably wouldn't have bought exactly. another no, bottle. No, and, and, and going, I didn't either until yeah. I went to the distillery. When yeah. I was, I was when I moved up here and I found out that Mark was a bourbon enthusiast. I said, "Where do I start to get back into it?" He goes, "Wild Turkey 101." Yeah, that's, that's why I, that, no, I, I never would have. Like every time and I look, I'm like, no, I'm not doing. And it's turkey. a cheap bottle. Yeah, and yeah. it's not going to break the bank. Mm-hmm. And it's a know, great start. Yeah. We, I mean, twenty two ninety nine for that. Yeah, and it's yeah, that's, it is it is a great. Bird and they going back, you know, looking at that, the Elijah Craig thirty six, isn't it? 30, no, twenty seven. Twenty seven. So yeah. there's a there you know there's a big difference in price there. Yeah, and I. That one hundred and one is rivaling the, all the others. That's so easily far. my favorite one right yeah. now. Yeah, it, it is. It is really good. It's nice and smooth. Now, right? now we're yep. going to come up to one of my favorites of oh, all boy. time. All time? Yep. Oh, boy. So, Knob Creek. Do you have, before, don't reveal it, but do you have a number one favorite? Don't reveal it. I don't I reveal it. That's got to be. you got to listen to the whole thing. Yep, that. exactly. So, <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't. Okay. Because oh. it's too, I, I put it in a top five. I put it in a top ten. I don't know if I can tell you. Your number one. First of all, I would have to say scotch over here and bourbon over here because mm-hmm. I was scotch for a long time. I have a lot of scotch, and they're totally different animals. I, they I are. totally agree. And yeah. I am, like, I I'm, am now, a, I am now very much bourbon. And I, I have this thing like it's uh, so after every time, like I call it victory scotches and bourbon losses. Okay. So like victory, whenever Green Bay yeah. wins, I'll have a victory scotch. Or if my team loses, I'm like, I need something good, so it's goes to bourbon. <laughs> so it, it takes away the pain. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know that the the uh, the deal with this one is that it is 120 proof. This is Knob Creek. It, no, this Creek. is Knob okay. Creek. It's nine years old, and uh, Tressa and and the group picked it. They and, picked. Yeah, that's what's cool. And, is this is our pick from the store, that's and awesome. it's phenomenal. And and we have, uh, and I won't say what what it is because we haven't gotten yet it's going to be in september i think that we get it and i was part of a store pick yeah and it's just <laughs> and, and i can't I, I can't wait till that one comes and it's <laughs> oh, that's it, a tease right there right. Oh, that's, I mean, <laughs> and these store picks september are, football season hunting <laughs> season oh shoot <laughs> you know what's what's cool about what's cool about a store pick is you know we talk about at high v that we really believe in local yeah we believe in local well this is picked by us 
Yeah. Right. This is us. This is saying this. We recommend this for you. That's not somebody like, in California. There's, there's, or our job's not that, always yeah. fun, but I'll tell you when they bring the bourbon barrels. <laughs> well, they, Tressa said to me, he "said We're going to do a, a pick. Would you uh, Would you like to be involved?" And I went, "Well, what do you think?" <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't even think there's a choice, <laughs> but it, you know, it is fun, and and the what they do is they bring very distinct different barrels Mm -hmm. and it's really to your profile and and the distributors are part of it so it's a lot of people are agreeing yep that's the best barrel but it is it's a cool process it is so now this one is 120 okay so don't put your nose all the way through there and kind of just kind of yeah, underneath it. You get it. Keep you your, get it. And keep your mouth open. That's a big Cause, key there. Because like, I want to close my yeah. mouth. and like, I know. You know and and it really, exactly right. if you close your mouth and do it yeah. and you open your mouth, I think you'll see a difference because it will, it dissipates. <clears throat> he is exactly right. It, Try it. It, it like, dissipates it. And then keep your mouth open. Yeah. 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 Because it, it takes <laughs> so, away the ethanol. Yeah. Because the ethanol goes right out your I mouth. I think of trying anything you know, and, like that. Like, I've So... During my uh, manager training at Hy-Vee, we went through a wine taste. Like, we have to be wine certified to be managed at Hy-Vee. There's your useless fact. <laughs> that is a good so, nugget, but it's right? fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go down to Iowa, and we had to try all the different wines, and I had to be wine certified, yeah. and only in that in the Napa Valley wines, which is fun. Yeah, but yeah, but sure. this his what he just said the closed mouth open mouth thing that's more different than any of the smells and stuff with the wines yeah, that I, yeah, yeah. like it is it's so well anyway. and with wine you you need to open it up so you swirl it yep and here you don't want to and and one of the things i'll say too is with water what i do a lot of times is when when i say i add water i add like drops of water i have i actually okay. have a drop dropper <laughs> i have a i have a little i have <clears throat> i have a little container that's from one of the distilleries and i have a dropper <clears throat> And I'll count it out. One, two, three, four, five. And, wow. and what that does, though, is sometimes whiskey is closed. When it's in a bottle, it's closed up. And when you put H2O in it, when you put water in it, it will open it up. Okay. And the smells are unbelievable. Now, some, if they're a weak whiskey and you put water into it, it will wreck the smell. So don't do it. So I always say <laughs> smell it the, without any water. Go get the children's Tylenol dropper. That's what I honestly <laughs> – that's what was going through my head. It's like so I got the only dropper I have. Five hundred in a drawer yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah, it's perfect. That's perfect, and that's exactly what my don't use like. this one, hun. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, now I'm gonna steal one out yeah. of Hudson's thing. It, but it, it does, and I really, honestly, know that it, it changes the profiles. And some, and so what I would say is add water to the higher proof ones. Okay, because those are more likely to be closed up because of the proof. And because of the nacho filter and everything else, and when you open that up with a little water, it's amazing. It, that mm. you, you know, you because you put a little water in, and wow, you get some stuff you didn't get. Right now, now one of the things I like I, the smell of this one. So, the, yeah, of all of them. One, yeah. one of the things that I enjoy about I'm I'm a whiskey geek. I go to all. Dude, the, are you? <laughs> is that a surprise? <laughs> and but I I I go to all the YouTubes and I go to all the all the. Facebook pages and stuff, and these guys are, they come up with seven thoughts. Oh, it smells like uh, Twinkies with a little <laughs> bit of, you know, with a little bit of uh, sugar on top. And they come up with these crazy smells, and they, I'm maybe they have that possibility to smell that, 
What I smell is, do I smell sweetness? Mm-hmm. Do I smell uh, vanilla and caramel are going to be in almost every bourbon that yep. there is. And mm-hmm. really, that you should get it. Because you get that from the uh, barrel, too, and that's what mm-hmm. creates that. And and then you'll get different things. Like, for instance, with, like I said, with, with Knob Creek and with uh, any Jim Beam product, I I get peanuts. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that I do, too, as a technique is when I drink it, I'll swirl around and, and then I'll, breathe, I'll breathe, in. breathe in. And that's when I get peanuts. That's really? when I'm like, holy All right, God. I'm going that's... into this then. Yeah, so swirl it around a little bit and then and then just breathe in a little bit. And then you you can get more you can Ooh. get more flavors. You do. Yeah. yeah. That is a good Yeah. That's... Oh man. This is, I mean, Man, it lingers. Every, everybody's oh, it's still yep. there. Everybody's, well, it's a powerhouse. Everybody's it's still it, there. It's not a weak yep. guy. No, <laughs> and, and you know, everybody's got different palates. But I will tell you that consistently, I and I have bought several of these from our store because they. It's been a good pick. They did a great job picking it. Yeah, and you know, congratulations to to Tress and the team. But they, it is. Uh, is just one of my favorites. It's so well rounded. It's got intent and it's got punch. And but it's, it's got still all smooth. That. It's, it's still smooth. smooth. That's the thing. So yeah. 120 proof. It's yeah. Still. So I have a I have a um, George T. Stag Jr. That's 138 proof. And I can tell you that some of these other ones are hotter than that one. Really? It's wow. just so smooth. I don't know how they do it. I don't. It's kind and of you dangerous can see so it. Too. I don't. I don't. I hardly ever drink that bottle because I don't want it to go away. <laughs> so, and, and and that book, most people can't check out. Mm-hmm. I keep I keep that book hidden because that one is it, it is a that's just, in the private collection. That's in the private collection. That, that's the do not enter door back there. <laughs> that is that is the do that's the lock door. <laughs> but we, and I do have that on my bar. But they, you know, it is such a. It's so amazing to me. Every time I drink it, I'm like, this is 138 proof. <laughs> and it doesn't drink 138 proof. And I don't think this drinks 120. I think it's it, I think it's very smooth. Yeah. And this is one that I love in the summer to have a big chunk of ice and okay. a cigar. And this is Oh, I could see that. This easily. is like yeah. this is yeah. like my go-to for for sure. I mean, that's the first one I'll go to. Man, it's it's better than the wild. It's it's not, it it might be Wild turkey's point. a little bit smoother. It is smoother. But this is, yeah. Because yeah. you even smell it, Wild it smells Wild turkey smooth. is smoother. It is. Yeah. It's it good. It will be. Yeah. But, but I, so but I'm, this, yeah, I don't, is. and it's funny because a lot of guys in, in that are enthusiasts will go, oh, smooth. That's a horrible name. You know, they hate using smooth. Really? Okay. It, yeah, because I don't know why. It, they're snobs. Yeah, but and I, mean, and I don't really I want, care. <laughs> like, I, I'm okay with the burn, but I, I like to be, like, it's drinkable. That's, yeah. that's. I want the smooth right away so that I can keep going at it because yep. if I'm hit right away with that, and burn, I'll, and I'll like... say another one. So there's there's a whiskey out there called Blanton's, mm-hmm. and a lot of people know it. It's hard to find. It's allocated. It's I mean, mm. people spend two hundred dollars for a bottle. That's really a forty five dollar bottle or a fifty dollar <laughs> bottle. And but that happens all the time. And you can't find them hardly anywhere. Where I get them is I go to Buffalo Trace Distillery. And at 8 o'clock in the morning, they bring out 10 cases. They put them out, and you can get one per person. So my wife, whether she likes it or not, can get me one of those. <laughs> so I, I, and 
why I bring that up is that that one is one of the most drinkable. I don't think it's the best. It's not the best for me. But it is one of the most drinkable bourbons. It's just so, there goes that word again, but smooth. It is just <laughs> so drinkable. Yeah. And there I goes can just, the night. I <laughs> can, but I can, just, I can just sit out on my deck and have one of those. And it's just, it's a good night. Yeah. It's a good night, you know. Yeah. And so that one is, so this one here is this, not as high proof. So this is the final one. This is Redemption. Redemption. This is, so I've this, never had this. this is so exciting. Redemption is 105. It's like perfect for the last one to be called right? Redemption. Redemption. <laughs> We're going to have Redemption. <laughs> but this one is the highest rye. And I did leave this because I, I, I've I, had it. And it is, um, there's there's rye spice to it. <laughs> and and I, didn't, uh, I didn't want it to affect any of these others. So, I, you know, that's kind of why I picked everything. It, it was really from, from lower to higher as far as punch. Gotcha. And, and what you get and what mm-hmm. you smell. And so, let's go into get some. Redemption. Let's redemption, redempt ourselves right here. Yeah. Now this might be a really stupid question, but does it matter like whether a top's a cork or a screw on or anything nope. like that? Just design purposes. So a lot of people think it is because they think that it's shit whiskey if it's a cork. <laughs> yep. Um, and excuse my language. No, you're good. <laughs> this podcast, you can say whatever yeah, you want. But, so. but it is not. It. it I don't believe that it matters because we've got corks we've got a screw top over here yep um did you enjoy that whiskey i did yeah it doesn't matter if it's got a screw top (laughs) there you go right there so i because what's the rule what's the rule you drink it any way you want exactly (laughs) any way you want any way you want it that's that's my t-shirt and i'm gonna make that all right so you know i get i get the i get the spice right away and this one is non-chill filtered, so it. Holy oh, cow, that is good. That is good, isn't that? Great? <laughs> you are. Yeah. So you guys like rye, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> so, and I find it's so fun. So every time somebody comes down to the library and we uh, check out a few books, <laughs> and we I I try different ones, and because I have some Wellers and stuff that are Pappy Van Winkles are just mm-hmm. not as expensive. But they, I, I have them try everything, and I can tell you if you're a wheat guy or you're a, you're a rye guy. Wow, that is, you guys that, is, that is that is the best. Yeah, Woo! see, that's... and now, and that is high rye. That's thirty, I believe it's thirty two percent or thirty six percent. It's thirty six percent rye. Yeah, you know, and he, he is... was so before this, he was spouting off the percentages, and I was like, okay, ten percent here, five percent. He's it makes a huge difference. He, it does. He it really does. does. Yep. It's it makes a huge difference. And it, this and wild turkey are my top two. Yeah. Yep. You know what yep. one smelled the best though? Was the maker's mark. Yeah. That had that sweet because, caramel smell. And yep. that's right. And I will agree hundred percent. The taste is not there for me. No. But I like it. And actually if you got I think if you could have the cast strength maker's mark, it would it would up this a little bit because everything is amplified when you have mm. more proof. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, you know, you have you have something here. Now you add water to it. It's not going to taste as good, right? right? But this and this, those are redemption. Nothing not creek. So yeah. up. <laughs> but, but there's nothing adulterating it. It's nothing taking You're, away. It's it's. This is the whiskey that they created, and that's why distillers love doing this because this is what they've created. This mm-hmm. stuff is for the general public. 
not so much that, but this stuff that's a little lower proof and stuff, it's more gentle. It's more approachable. Mm -hmm. It's more uh, easy to drink. It it doesn't overpower a, a... cocktail mm-hmm. you know you put this stuff in a cocktail you know that's in there right <laughs> you know it's in a cocktail it's still going <laughs> it's still punching a little, tyson, still little tyson right <laughs> there. Little tyson. <laughs> yeah with with the tattoo on it. Yeah. And, but it is but i do like this too and that's i wanted to bring this because i, this one. I yeah, can, that's, because, that's, because i can tell you that you guys are high rise oh, bourbon guys so when you look for bourbon you know, and it's not going to always tell you on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it won't. Just Google it. It'll tell you. So would you suggest that to anybody who's maybe wanting to kind of get into it? They have to taste test like to see if they are Absolutely. that rye guy? Absolutely. Or, yep. Absolutely. And what I will tell people that if you have never um, drank neat bourbon or any whiskey, give it. don't judge anything on your first sip because mm-hmm. you're going to get elk. Alcohol, that's it. Ethanol. That's what you're going to get. But after you do it a few times, it's called the wall. You break that wall, then you start getting the smells. And you start getting the... the, It's just... It is... It it has been a fun journey for me and my wife. And we really have enjoyed... Uh, you know, going down to Kentucky and going... So your wife is a big bourbon one too? Yeah. And she's more of uh, rocks... Okay. And cocktail. Okay. I'm more of neat. Mm-hmm. But when we go through the tours and stuff, she's a champ, man. She goes through all those. <laughs> she goes through all those things. But she, yeah, she does. She And, you know, we are empty nesters. My boys are 27 mm-hmm. and 24. And, and you know, we we uh, enjoy that piece of it. And what she loves about down there is the, the food in, in Kentucky is wonderful. And the, the uh, all of the... The views and it's just beautiful down there on all the horse farms and it's just. Do I know where you're going to retire to? Oh, I, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we, I'm surprised we haven't moved there yet. And <laughs> so it, that is surprising to us, and we are going to go down there because it's it is you know the views and the the nature down there is beautiful and it, it's just a it's a cool state and it's it's Americana. Yeah, this no other spirit came well, from this like, country, but this did. Redemption. I'm already imagining myself, so I'm a big hunter. Yeah, so when it's me falls, too. Yeah, sitting yeah. around the campfire. Yeah. yeah, I can picture myself grabbing Absolutely. that and just you know, sipping right there. So my boys are are old enough now, and we love deer camp. Yep, and we have a big bonfire, and all of us have cigars, and all of us have bourbon. And that's what I'm imagining right there. How many years till that's me and my boys now? (laughs) I got a few more till I'm solo, so I get the whole bottle to myself. (laughs) I'm kind of a little older than you guys. I have that opportunity. And, and, you know, I've hunted with my boys since they were able to. And and back when they were old enough, they had to be 12. Now they can be younger. But, uh, you know, some of my best memories is, is deer camp. And, yeah, and I I went, that's why I tell people and, and it's I not necessarily go, the hunt like look, what you get. It's spending time listen, with people. And that. So I a few years ago I got the biggest buck in my life, and my son was at that point was in high school, my youngest, and he texts me and he goes, "Dad, when's the last time you shot a deer?" And I <laughs> and I text him back. I said seven years ago because I always let them shoot. Mm-hmm. It's funny and, you say that. And, and he said, and he goes, "Good for you." 
My, you, you got a deer. My and, dad used to. So we went pheasant hunting. We were big pheasant hunters oh, when yeah. I was a kid. Iowa. And yeah. I found out, you know, years later, my dad didn't even load his gun. Yeah. Because he was expect he wanted us to get get it, yeah. and like that that that, yeah. that hits me right here. Same, like, <laughs> same, same thing. here as yeah. a kid, yeah. yeah. Like you know, it's like I remember going all the time, and like I'd have my BB gun, and I and now I realize I'm like, well, that ruined everybody's deer hunting, me shooting squirrels or something like right. that. But it's like no. that's getting you out there. No, that's, and, yep, you know, it is. And my yeah. kids started in the woods with a stick, yeah. and a gun, so, because yeah. I got them young and I got mm-hmm. them in there, and they just and and they love it, and the thing. For me, so I grew up. My dad was very sick all my life, and and um, and so I he never took me hunting, but he got me hooked up with one of our cousins and said, you know what, I think Mark would like hunting. Can you do it? Mm-hmm. I still hunt with that cousin. That's he's, awesome. He's that almost awesome. eighty years old, <laughs> yeah, and, awesome. and I hunt with him. Man. And 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 it is a family tradition. It is more than just hunting an animal. Mm-hmm. It is more yep. than that. And now that my boys are of age and we can enjoy a bourbon oh, and yeah. I, it's it's one of the most satisfying <laughs> moments of my life that's why i don't want my is. kid to grow up that fast but like i'm already like imagining yeah, like, like <laughs> you know we got kids <laughs> yeah, exactly. same age you yeah. know phil yeah, we like, do. yeah you know and what my advice to every parent is enjoy every day and because they go fast and, yeah. and you know my boys are married one of them married and the other one's uh, got a girlfriend and they they're out on their own and uh and I miss the days that they're in my house every day. Yeah. So, love those days. That's like the one time, like, you know, not to get completely off topic with parenting <laughs> yeah. here, but yeah. it's like, you know, one day I just get frustrated with I'm like, but you know what? There's going to be a day where I can't get frustrated with a four-year-old. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. You know, the, You're right. The yeah. best hunting day I've ever had in my life, the best, and it's the best, is both boys got their first deer five minutes apart. That Oh, man. So my youngest was with me. My oldest, I'm going to probably get teared. My oldest was with my brother. And we, and I got a text from my brother that, hey, Tim got a deer. I got a buck. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And all of a sudden, Josh goes, mm, mm. And, he, and I look at him, he goes, right there. And there was a deer coming up, and he pounded it. And we, within five minutes, my boys got that's the, so their that's first awful. deer. And I tell you when that happened and i figured everything out that tim got one and josh got Ugh. one i was a little baby in the woods because i it was one it, it was i've got a lot of deer in my life i've got yeah. a lot of um fish in my life a lot of trophies in my life nothing comes close to that and you know how close i got to firing a weapon yeah. i didn't even know if i had a bullet <laughs> yeah. in there I just I, had my I just had my weapon there because that's that's what you're supposed to do when you go in the woods. But I I was not going to lift that up yeah. because my boys were going to do it. And I we got a picture of both of them at the at the house. And my cousin calls it a uh, hunting camp. It's a palatial estate <laughs> on Stone Lake. <laughs> yeah, good try, Gary. It's not a hunting camp. It's like a palatial estate. Anyway, we're we're out in one of his seventeen garages, and we got pictures of my two boys with their deer in it. Wow, it's that is uh, that to me is what it was is all about. And now yep. that they're adults and that we can enjoy, you know what's going to happen next though is grandpa. I know. Man, well, listen, geez. they can't do it fast enough. Come on, Tim. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, yeah, I want to be the best grandpa ever. <laughs> I think you would be. I mean, come on now. Let's, yeah. you know, let's be real here. 
Well, you're going to be the grand- <laughs> my great uncle. I went out to uh, so li- my uh, mom's from Pennsylvania, so we got to Pennsylvania, and I can always remember my great uncle because we'd stay at his house because he had 50 rooms. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> I remember here, just in peace. Here we are. I'm 12, so my brothers are 10 and 8. <laughs> 10 and 8. Wow. We're in my great uncle's basement. He goes, "You boys ever had dandelion wine?" <laughs> So that's okay. I experienced that as a kid too. It was dandelion wine? Dandelion like, wine. That stuff's awful. It is truly awful. It is awful. You had dandelion wine. I'm glad I didn't have an uncle that had that. Oh my gosh, that was awful. Weird is wow. I tell my parents the story and I never stayed at my great uncle's again. <laughs> Yeah, I, oh that! Oh my God! Dandelion my grandpa wine. made that all the time. Oh man! Yeah. I yeah. guess I did not. Uh, I have not. Had I tried. I'm like, no, nope, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really want. Maybe that. it was a good like anti. Like he was like, here we go. I'll make sure they don't drink until they're 21. Because like, it was wow. pretty like, who terrible. Thought, hey, I'm gonna pick some dandelions and make some wine out of this. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, so they're good. abundant. There's yeah. a lot of dandelions, yeah. I guess. How do I use these? How do I and use get these? drunk? <laughs> Let's make wine. <laughs> they could have done. They could have done dandelion moonshine, and they would have got more drunk. They probably, yeah. yeah. Well, they missed. They tried to make it more fancier with yeah, wine, see, because yeah. they like putting that pinky up. That's right. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> that's a perfect. I think that's a perfect ender right there. That is yeah. a perfect ender, Mark Phil. Appreciate being here. Nick. Oh, we gotta oh, do this, this more. Great. We got. Awesome. Let's do this at the store more or something let's, like yeah, that too. Let's do it. That's oh. I'm all in. This is awesome. Guys. No, I, you know, he was talking to me, too, and, and um, now that you've said that, next time we do a barrel pick, we'll yeah. invite you over. <sighs> That's the thing is, like, the one thing I'm missing, my, I'm actually looking on, like, Facebook Marketplace and it. i got to get a barrel mm-hmm. for the man cave. Like an empty barrel, barrel. for the man cave? Yep, yeah. Like an yep. empty barrel for the man cave. Yeah, and the, there are places that have them. Um, yeah, I see people selling them, and I'm like, yep. uh, you know, I just... So, I, almost, I wouldn't... What are... I wouldn't go over a hundred dollars. That's what like I didn't know what's a good price. So I or wouldn't something go like over hundred. Okay. And there's a lot that are two hundred fifty. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. And if I had a bigger vehicle, when we, I can get them cheap down at the distilleries. Well, you know, next time you go, let me <laughs> yeah. know. <laughs> what I think I'll need to do, Dan, Just is bring a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> what's your trailer for? Barrels. Barrels. Mark's <laughs> coming back with six barrels. <laughs> There's no scotch going in these. We're, we're, we're going to put these in bars. In libraries. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. we got to make this a monthly thing. Yeah. Us three. Hey. Us three right here. I'm in. Let's do it. All right, two out no, of three. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm All right, in. three out of three. This has been not. a blast. This is awesome. Yeah, this, I, oh, my gosh. I look forward when Phil told me, hey, over and talk about bourbon listen i i am i'm an enthusiast i i spend a lot of time with it and i enjoy it and i like sharing it with people he did not hesitate it was it was crazy you know and then you want to do yes yeah and and the and people ask me you know it's funny because you said what's your best you know what the best bourbon i've ever had is the one i share with Oh my god. Because gosh. that's what it's all about. That's, that's what another damn t shirt. I mean, so you're gonna have to start moving some t shirts up here. <laughs> but it is. It's you know, it, it, to share bourbon, that is that's the best bourbon I have. Sitting around and just hanging out. Just and, hanging out and enjoying talking about stuff. We yep. talked about hunting and yeah, that and, transition. You know, it's just hunting like that, yeah. because it, it is it's a great vehicle for that and, and I just have enjoyed uh the journey that 
and for me and my wife to enjoy the same journey is is wonderful. And, yeah, you know, it, it is. Uh, I'll I'll talk about bourbon all day long. And I I learned so much today. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I seriously. I, I thought mean, I was I like, okay, I'm kind of bourbon. You know, I know. I don't know. Nope. Yeah, you, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, there's for me, there's so much more to learn. There yeah. is absolutely. Damn. I learn new stuff every day. Man, oh, well, Dan, I, I enjoy the no. Thank you, guys. Thanks. We're gonna oh. do this every month. Yeah, I, I agree. Even if it's off air, we'll meet up some night. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're going, going to the library. library. <laughs> we're going to the library. Yeah, I'll give you guys cards. Do, do, do a live from the library. Yeah. yeah. Where's the form I gotta fill out for a yeah. card? Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> do I gotta have a picture taken too? For that card? <laughs> I gotta make sure I get a haircut yeah, or something. Like no, that. that's fine. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, perfect. Guys, awesome. thank you so thank much. You. Thank you, Dan. You got it. Hey everyone, Dan again. Before I let you go, I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. If you could do me a favor though and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform and give it a five-star rating, that would be awesome. Don't worry, it's free to subscribe. And make sure you're following me on Twitter at Dan Casper. Remember, that's Casper with a K. And liking the page at Facebook at facebook.com slash Casper Sports. See you next time in the Man Cave.